miss me? Well, guess what? I missed you. I missed Molly, who I'm in studio back right here in New York hey. City. I missed my boy, Shay Shay. I saw you on Saturday Night Live, baby. I saw Shay Shay. I made it. I made it. Cat Williams interview over 50 million views. Club Shay Shay's in the house. I got a lot of stuff to celebrate. First take record ratings back in the NFL playoffs. We ain't talking about Cowboy games, standing. Now we talking about Cowboy fans turning yeah. against Cowboy fans. I mean, it's beautiful. I love it's it. I love it. View. Do you like that, Shay Shay? I love Do you it. you like that? Yes. Oh, by the way. Dan Orlovsky is coming into the house, too. I mean, the day is sitting. Ryan Clark and the whole crew first take. It's time to get it started. Holla at you, boy! <laughs> Whoa! Oh, way to start your week off right. Good morning, everybody. Welcome into First Take. Thank you for being with us. That is the Hall of Famer, Shannon Sharp. Hey, Shay, hope you had a wonderful weekend. I did. Thank you. Good, good. Stephen A. back on the East Coast. Nice and toasty for you. It's a good, like, 20-something. It's all right. It's you can all handle right. it. I mean, when, you, when, you, you know, when you're hot, you know what? The cold weather don't affect you as much. Wow. What can I say? Wow. What and can there's I say? that. Dan yeah. Orlovsky, how are we feeling this morning? Already warmed up, rear and ready to go. I saw you. I, I'm ready. I'm, I feel great. Josh Allen victory lap? Um, no, I mean, Patrick Mahomes is the best player in football, but Josh was absolutely spectacular. It sucks that he lost. All right. Sucks. No, uh, he was not spectacular. No, he wasn't. I was getting ready to say that, but we'll get into all of that. Yes. You're getting all of that. How do you, like, I don't even know how okay, you Okay, okay, let's that. go. Let's, 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 go. let's start the show. Even... By the way, yeah, RC's here. Mess. Ryan Clark will be in the building as well. He'll be joining us in just a bit. Let's start with Patrick Mahomes. Uh, he heard the talk, wondering whether the Chiefs could survive their first true road playoff game since he's been the starting quarterback. He and his teammates use it as fuel in the 27-24 divisional round win over Josh Allen and the Bills in front of a wild Bills mafia crowd. Bills kicker, Tyler Bass, oh, heartbreaking. Missed a potential game-tying field goal wide right from 44 yards, allowing the Chiefs to run out the clock. Patrick. Yeah, man, that's a heck of a year, man. Uh, it's... I mean, I've, I've been on the other side of that. Uh, it's tough. You put in so much effort and work every single game um, to play in these playoff games, and he played his tail off um, and, and gave, they gave them a chance to win the game. Um, sucks. Losing sucks. Losing to them, losing to anybody at home sucks. Here, there, it doesn't matter. Um, you just losing sucks. I don't know what else to say. Completely on me. Um, didn't work out and I feel, feel terrible. You know, um, I love this team and, and uh, you know, it hurts. This, this one hurts bad. And uh, yeah, I got to do a better job. Totally. All right, as I want to talk to you first, uh, did the Chiefs take it or did you feel like the Bills blew it? I thought the Bills blew it. Personally speaking, and that's not to say they would have won anyway. I understand we're talking about Patrick Mahomes that they're going up against, but missed opportunities are missed opportunities. First of all, to the kicker, Tyler Bass. You know, I can respect the fact that I, I want to applaud his, his, his bravery for being in the locker room because as far as I'm concerned, he should have walked straight to his car and just went home. Didn't even bother going to the locker room. It's all you do. I, I'm just sick and tired of, of us a sugarcoating our way around it. I mean, when you consider the violence that exists in the sport of football, which obviously Dan Olaski and you, Shea Shea, know better than than me. The bottom line is this. You're a kicker. You got one job. That's all you got. One job. 
And that was a gimme. That was a 44-yard field goal. You can't miss that. You can't miss that. Why, right, reminding us of the Super Bowl you lost to the New York Giants 20 to 19 back in the 80s. I mean, my God. Come on, man. You got one damn job. And by the way, you don't miss that normally. So all of a sudden, you pick a divisional playoff game with an AFC championship berth on the line, and you miss that? Shameful. And that's what he has to live with the entire offseason, stuff like that. But I give him props for being in the locker room and doing an interview, okay? That's about that. Let me also point out, Stephon Diggs, you that dude, you that brother, you dropped the bomb. It was right in your hands. It went right through your hands. It was not touched by a defender. You elevated. It was right there. You let it go right through you. I understand that happens, but you are one of the all-world receivers in the National Football League. For that ball to be laid out, a bomb from Josh Allen that was right there in your arms that would have gave them the ball at the 20-yard line to drop that pass. That is un- Yo, all-time Shannon, big-time receivers, and we know that Stephon is big-time, but big-time receivers don't drop that pass. They don't miss they, they don't miss something like that. That's number two. I understand there was pressure coming from Josh, you know, pressure coming Josh Allen's way because his offensive lineman was being pushed back. I get that, but you got to find a way to step into that throw and, and to hit Shakur, to, to Shakur. You have to hit him. He's wide open in the, in the end zone, right in the middle of the end zone. There's no one in the vicinity. You can't underdog. Shannon, Shannon, that, yes. that looked like my first pitch. That looked like my first pitch. I mean, that, that's how short it came. You, you cannot yes. do that. You can't do it. You have to make that throw because you're Josh Allen, because you're great and you're going up against Patrick Mahomes. You got to make that throw. You got to put your team in a position where under two minutes left, it's up to the defense now because you brought them back. You gave them the lead. You up for Kansas City would have needed a touchdown. You got to make sure you make that throw. Those are three opportunities right there to either tie or win the game. And you blew that. And don't get me started with that ridiculous fake punt. That McDermott called horrible call. Horrible. If McCole Hardman doesn't fumble, you know, at the goal line and fumbles the ball out of the end zone, the Kansas the game is the game is over. There is no need for you know for the last minute potential heroics on a part of Allen Diggs or even a field goal made by Bass. None of that is is is, is relevant if if you don't sit up there and do that fake punt. That was an awful call. So I'm looking at four different scenarios. And last but not least, before you get into your soliloquy, Orlovsky, because we, we totally disagreed with you, me and Shannon, and you talked about Josh Allen being so great. First of all, he threw for under 200 yards. That was 186 yards. But before you go on your little soliloquy about this man who was 0-4 in the playoffs against Patrick Mahomes and Joe Burrow, but 5-1 against everybody <laughs> else, let me, let, me, let me also mention this point right here. I'm thinking, I'm looking at this stuff right here and about what is it? Only 95 yards was thrown behind the yard of scrimmage. He completed all 16 passes. He threw the ball behind the line of scrimmage 16 times. That's good. Coach. That, that's Josh Allen. That's, that's good. good that, 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 your definition of spectacular is clearly different than me and Shannon's. That's all I want to say. I'm going or you, Shannon? You go, uh, Shannon. Who, who, you go ahead. Go ahead, Owen. All right. Listen, the true answer is both. They, 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 both of these answers are part of this. Buffalo absolutely missed opportunities. I'm going to get to that. you got to credit Kansas City for kind of what they did going on the road. Number one, I said a month ago, everyone's asking, can they get back? And the answer was yes, if they can play one clean month of football. Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes, almost to a point of us getting frustrated with their answers in press conferences, were like, it's the controllables. We have to stop beating ourselves. Penalties and turnovers. Penalties, turnovers, and drops. Penalty, two penalties, one drop. 
So you have to credit them to go on the road in one of the best environments in the NFL and to handle all that stuff. Two penalties, one drop, didn't beat themselves. Clean football number two. Andy Reid and Matt Nagy, absolutely outstanding game plan. The way that Andy Reid and Matt Nagy used the tight ends, kind of formation things, shifted a ton, and the way that they attacked Buffalo's defense as a good unit and ran the football with Pacheco, absolutely fantastic. I love the creativity to get Travis Kelsey the football in different ways. We saw Kelsey line up in seven different spots, slots, outside, backfield. They threw him the ball out, out of the backfield. And a guy that we've had a lot of conversation about and a lot of people have made fun of and taken shots at, MVS. Two huge catches. Two and both in the second half. So to do, to go on the road and to go do that big time, Patrick was sensational, moving in the pocket, two free runners, making throws. Okay, so I want to get that out of the way. Chiefs, you went on the road and won it. Patrick, spectacular. Oh, that's Buffalo. This is a, a, a massive missed opportunity by the Buffalo Bills. Okay, this is the second time in three years that we've watched this quarterback be at worst the second best player in the game, and some would say the best player in the game and lose. And lose. You got to stop throwing these stupid stats at me about Josh Allen versus Patrick Mahomes in the playoffs. Okay? They're ridiculous. 0-3 versus Patrick in the playoffs. He accounts for 306 yards of offense alone in those three games. 22 touchdowns and one turnover in those playoff runs. He was absolutely sensational yesterday. I want to put into context everybody at home. No, 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 no. Don't give me the eye roll. Context at home because you say 186 yards passing. This is like, well, I guess he doesn't run. I guess he doesn't have his legs. To context yesterday, top three defense, Kansas City, okay? 27 first downs accounted for. Most given up by that defense. No sacks by that defense. Hadn't happened all season long. Scored on 50% of their possessions. They had three drives that went for 75 yards or more. No one had done that against the Kansas City Chiefs, except for Josh Allen and the Buffalo Bills. Last thing I'm going to say about Josh Allen is this, because I know I'm going to get a lot of hate for this today. Bring it, okay? There's one quarterback in the history of the NFL that has accounted for 50 touchdowns in a season when you include the playoffs and not gone to the championship games. Josh Allen, he's done it twice. Don't tell me he wasn't great. There's no way we watch the same game and think that. What I will tell you, it only matters. It doesn't matter how great you are, offensively, defensively, or or a player. Can you get done what you need to get done when you absolutely have to have it? When they absolutely needed to get the ball in the end zone, did he do it? All the reasons why you mentioned that Kansas City took this game, because we were questioning. We This was the best offensive game that we've seen from the Chiefs offense the entire season. The offensive line was exceptional. Patrick Mahomes was at his absolute best. All the other things, no drop passes, no penalties by the offensive line. No uh, uh, early pressures by the offensive line. They did an absolutely great job. That's why they took the game. Every Buffalo kept saying, we need to get these games in our, in our building. We need to get Kansas City and Buffalo. Well, you had uh, uh, Cincinnati and Buffalo last year, and you lost. You had Kansas City this year, and you lost. And forget the stats. When it comes down to it, Patrick Mahomes somehow is able to make the plays that Josh Allen cannot make in moments. Because, D.O., you know this. Sometimes the game comes down 
to moments. It's not the entirety of the game. It comes down to moments. And what made Brady so great is that when the moments needed him to rise to the occasion, not only did he rise, he surpassed what we even thought he could get to. And that is where Patrick Mahomes is different than Josh Allen. When moments, when we need Josh to be at his absolute best, he came up small. Patrick, first of all, and second of all, Andy Reid. Let him speak. What? He didn't. No, no. He didn't. Go ahead, Shannon. He did not interrupt you. Let him speak. You hey. look at you look at Kansas City. Sean McDermott with 13 minutes in the ball game on fourth and five at your own 20 at your own 29. Why would you go for it? Remember, Kansas City had gone up and down the field. The pre 13 of their previous 16 possessions, Kansas City had kicked field goals. So their first two possessions last night. They kicked the field, they kicked field goals. After that, bam, 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 late in the first half, early in the third. Why would you put Kansas City on a short field? Why would you do that? The only thing is Andy Reid tried to get cute and outsmart himself and put the ball in the guy's hand, although Pacheco had run it down there. You're going to put the ball in McCole Harmon's hand, who hadn't touched the ball all night, who hadn't really touched the ball all year. Give the ball to Pacheco. Give the ball to Edwards Alaire. Let him punch the ball in, and now you go up by two scores. Kansas City took this game, deal because this was the cleanest game that we have seen offensively, and they had to have it because, like you said, all the stats that you gave against their defense, the first downs that they gave up, the rush yards that they gave up, the non-pressures that they didn't generate, with the exception of that one that Stone Cold uh, St- uh, Jones got on him and he forced him to uh, the errant throw to Shakir. Kansas City won this game because you go on the road and you hadn't looked like this all year. You tell me the game in which you saw their offensive line play like this, Patrick Mahomes throw like this, and the receivers hold on to the ball like this. Tell me the game in the regular season in which we saw this offense look like what they looked last night. Shannon, the only th- only correct because I don't disagree with what you're saying. The only correction I would make is about Harden getting the uh, Hardman getting the ball. I'm not saying that was the right decision, but if you remember, Pacheco had run down the left sideline, and what happened yes. is he had twisted his left ankle right there, so he basically asked out at that moment. That's Ed was a layer. That's right. Well, Remember, Edward Allaire had already broke yeah, one. Yeah, he had broke one earlier. Yeah, give him the ball. I was just talking yes. about Pacheco yeah, didn't get it. Yes, because yes. he asked himself out of the game. That's all I was saying. Okay. Go ahead, Dan. What's the difference of this game? Like, what's the difference in this I, I game? I thought I gave you the moments right there. Hardman, I'm, I'm sorry, uh, uh, Diggs dropping the, belt, the ball. And obviously, but, but also that touchdown that Allen missed throwing to Shakir. The difference the in the game is one quarterback had cats make plays down the field and one didn't. You, you talk about Tom Brady and rising up to the moment. Tom Brady rose up to the moment and Adam Vinatieri finished the moment. Tom Brady rose up to the moment and an Edelman finished the moment or a Gronk finishes the moment. Josh didn't have any help yesterday. He got let down. I love Steph. He's an unbelievable player. He's got to make that catch. Sherwood's got a Sherfield, excuse me, he's got two drops down the field. Two. So there's three drops. Stephen A says he only threw for 186 yards. He's got three drops that if one of them gets caught, shoot, Steph's is 65 yards. It might end the game. This on Sherfield on third and long, that's 50. Is it a tough catch? Sure, I'll give you it's a tough. So, what? Come back at you with this. What? You're acting like we're saying 
Josh Allen played bad. We're not saying that. You're, you're saying. You guys, you guys dance around words. No, don't do that. Don't you dirt? You dance around words is the way you want to contextualize. We don't do that. Nobody dances better than you. You tried it the other day when you was doing. Yeah, Fred Astaire. Don't start that. Stephen A. Don't start that nonsense now. Don't start. Don't bring up dancing because you know how to dance. That's not true. You both have intimated that he didn't show up in the big moment. No, we did not intimate that. What we said was even though the tagline right there says how much blame, we're not blaming Josh Allen, but Shannon is right when he talked about, you, 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 it does come down to moments, and that was a moment where he missed your even though... He's got 600 a, pounds listen, in listen, his listen, lap. Yeah, I understand that. Listen, you got to step in. You, it's the moment. That's what we're talking about. That's number one. Number two. Number two, look, Dan Orlovsky, the reality of the situation is 16 passes thrown behind the line of scrimmage. How difficult is that for a quarterback of his caliber to pull off? 16 passes okay, behind look, the line of scrimmage. Stephen A., what am that's, I missing? that's the way that Kansas City. I'm, I'm just no, saying, that's the way acting, that stop. Kansas City was forcing I'm, you to play. I'm only asking, stop acting like that was spectacular. He was running a football yeah. effectively, no doubt. But stop acting like that was spectacular. Go ahead, Shannon. Dan, Dio, can like I ask that. you a question? Yes, how sir. much credit? How much credit last week did you give? Did you give Josh Allen for the Steelers and the four touchdown performance that he had last week? How much credit? You see what you try to do when they win, you give him all the credit. But when they lose, you want to obfuscate him of any blame. He did not play well when they absolutely needed him to play well. That, that final drive, he got correct. So, so, in other words, every quarterback that has not got it done, I can go back and look at every other quarterback that beat that lost to Tom Brady. They had drops here or there. But now, all of a sudden, Josh Allen is unique in what happened to him. So, Josh Allen is the only guy that had guys drop passes. Shannon, I'm going Allen- to give you one decision. The third down decision when he ends up scrambling and throwing away right before the Tyler Bass missed kick, that's yeah, when I sit, I've said it all morning. Josh, give me that one decision to throw to Kincaid over the middle field. I'll give you that. I will give you that. But it's that's also a double-edged sword. But it's also that's he's going to hit Kincaid over them. But it's a double-edged sword because I could go to the previous possession on third and goal from the 13 when he scrambles outside to his left and throws an absolute heater to the front pylon for a touchdown to Shakir. He has someone open under there. So, yes, I'll give you that this moment. I would I, Monday morning uh, no, back here and no, say, no, 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 Stephen, you see what he tried to do? Oh, he had somebody. No, it was third and goal. Why would you take somebody that's underneath and force to kick a field goal as opposed to throwing to Shakir in the end zone? That's why he threw the Shakir in the end that's zone. That's not a guaranteed was, first down, Kincaid. Him and, no. him, him and Bolton are going to go right at, the, at the, the first down marker. It's not a guarantee. But how about this here? i tell you what, all the passes that skip to dirt are incomplete. That's what we do know. The one that he threw in the end zone on third down, it skipped. We knew that was incomplete. Nah, cause you, okay. guys, you, guys, you guys are talking about it today like one quarterback's performance was ex- exponentially better. No, and that's that not what we're saying. That's not that's what I'm saying. All I'm saying, you said I, what I, what I, let me ask you a question, though. Have we seen Kansas City offense operate like they operated yesterday all year? That was the first thing I said, no. That was the first thing I said, Shane. Let me ask you this. Let me ask, during the season, I I was on this show with you guys. When Philadelphia went to Kansas City, Philadelphia won. What did we say about Kansas City and their offense that night? they, They were bad. But what 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 was but the reason said, why they but lost you did the game? Say, you did say one drop. If we if if if, if Valdez Scanlon makes that catch, Everyone we're did. having a different discussion. Everybody did, not just Dan. Everyone did. Everyone but said I, MVS go make I, that catch. 
but I'm looking at the totality of it. Look at all year, the offensive line. They got the most penalized offensive right tackle in all of football. Shannon, I, I agree with you. I, that, that was the first thing I said. You have to credit Kansas City for the cleanest game that they played and the plan that they let off. The blame, Josh Allen. How much blame does Josh Allen I, 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 I'm deserve? I'm blaming the Buffalo Bills. Listen, 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 I don't know why. I don't know. I, don't, I agree with you. That's not the right question, and that's not how we started off the segment. All I'm trying to challenge you on is, like, don't sit up there and say he was great when it's devoid of that big moment. Now, obviously, Stephon Diggs dropping that. That was a great pass by Josh Allen. That's all on Diggs. You got to make that throw to Shakir. If you're going to throw it, you got to make that throw. You can't skip it in there. He's wide open. Stephen, he's getting he's wide open. Listen, if you look at the play where he came up short to Shakur. I understand there was some pressure, but look at that. You, with the arm that he's got on him, as wide open as that brother was, you've got to make that. It's, again, it's pressurized moments and the great ones, not to say that he's not great, but the truly, truly great ones Steve, find a way to get that. Steven, Steven A. Do. Go ahead. Steven A., you remember last year in the, in the uh, championship game when Patrick Mahomes was playing on that bump ankle after he had got tackled in the divisional round. Remember what happened? He jumped through on a bum ankle and hit bad dad Scanlon against Cincinnati. Those are the moments that we talk about in which the greatness needs to come out of said player. Josh Allen, I understand that his left tackle is getting put in his lap, but you have got to find a way. If you're that guy right. and you want to be immortalized, you've got to find a way to make that play. That's all. That's all, Dan. We're, we're, we are – no, 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 we are knocking a player, some capacity, however you guys want to phrase it, because mm-hmm. he's not Patrick. Uh, wait a minute. No. Wait a minute. Yes. Come on, come on. <coughs> you can label it that way. That's fine. You can label it that way. All I know is this. If I'm going up against a dude, if I play your position, and you're a two-time champion, you've been to three Super Bowls, you're universally recognized as arguably the greatest ever. My greatest performance was against you in a 42-36 playoff loss at Arrowhead Stadium. When I got you, let time, down. Time out, time out. When you got let down, you've been salivating for the opportunity to go against him. You waited two years. Not only do you have him, but you have him on your home turf. Bill's Mafia is in the house. Everybody waiting for days. They're shoveling the snow. They ain't hiring people. People volunteered to shovel the snow out of the damn stadium so they could be up in the house. Everybody waited for this. You can't sit up there and say, well, you know what? It's being held against you that you're not him. The objective is to be him, if not better, if you want to get it done. An 0-4 record against Mahomes and Joe Burrow in the playoffs, it's not a good thing. It's not a good thing. Stephen A., this isn't tennis. Okay. They give up 34 points a game in those losses. Prepare for years to come for you to sit up there and look at a national audience with you doing all the great things that you do covering football, saying, this ain't tennis. This not what tennis. are you most frustrated Watch. about right now in most of this debate? What's irking you? I'm most frustrated about it because in sports, yep. usually your performance determines the outcome, okay. whether it's individual or team sports. One quarterback didn't deserve to lose that game, and it's happened on a consistent basis, so that shapes some of the viewpoint of who he is. And it's like, well, he can't get it done. And you think it's a false narrative? A hundred percent. There's no way that you watch the game or you look at the numbers, however you view the game, and sit there and say one one was great and one wasn't. They both were great. Patrick was spectacular. So was Josh. Dio, we watched Tom Brady throw for the most playoff yards in NFL 
their history and lose because he had one turnover. It's about moments. It's about moments. We've seen, we've seen other guys outplay Tom Brady statistically. But Tom Brady, when they needed to make a play, he makes the play. Okay, or go guys back to the make Super the Bowl. play. Super Bowl three years ago, Tampa Bay versus Kansas City. What's yes. one of the biggest takeaways everybody had from that game? Patrick what? was unbelievable. Patrick played great. He just didn't have enough help around him. He we're was talking about his life. We're talking he about no protection on the offensive line. We're talking about moments, Shannon. You keep bringing up moments. If Stephon Diggs catches that ball, we're talking about an all-time playoff throw. That's the throw during the draft season. Right, the Buffalo Bills are going. Who are we going to draft? Yeah. And, and, if, and, right. and, and if Josh Allen, if Josh, and if Josh Allen makes that throw to secure, we're talking about an all-time great throw with a okay. defensive lineman go. in his lap. Hey, hey, I'm Molly Karam, and thanks so much for listening to the First Take Podcast. You can now stream the most MLB games on DirecTV without a satellite dish. Yes, catch the clutch hits, strikeouts, grand salamis, web gems with nothing on your roof. So whoever's up there, whether it's roofers, Santa, birds, old-time chimney sweepers, moody teenagers, thrill-seeking raccoons, you name it, they won't find a satellite dish, but you will find your MLB games on DirecTV. That means DirecTV is your home for baseball this season. Root, root, root with nothing on your roof. Yes, stream your team. Call 1-800-DIRECTV or visit directtv.com to sign up today. Claim based on the total games carried on sports networks. Sports availability varies by zip code and requires choice package. Thanks so much for listening to the First Take Pod. Have a fabulous day. Brought to you by the Capital One Venture Card. Earn unlimited double miles on every purchase every day and you can use those miles on any travel purchase. Plus, earn unlimited 5x miles on hotels and rental cars booked through Capital One Travel. Your next trip is closer than you think with the Venture Card from Capital One. Terms apply. See CapitalOne.com for details. Hey, Molly Karam here, and thanks so much for listening to the First Take Podcast. When you're on a business trip, you know what goes completely off the rails? Your workout routine especially when you book a hotel that doesn't have a gym. So what ends up happening is you do a few push-ups, sit-ups in your room, run around the block, or you just skip it entirely. Lame. If you just stay at La Quinta by Wyndham, you'll discover there's a fully equipped fitness center at every location. Now you can wake up, power your buys, your tries the right way, or de-stress with a little cardio. The choice is yours. Tonight, La Quinta. Tomorrow, you shine. Book direct at LQ. The divisional round started with the Ravens dominating the Texans. Lamar Jackson threw for two touchdowns, ran for two more as the Ravens get to host a conference championship game for the very first time Saturday night. The Niners escaped with a win over the Packers. They trailed by a touchdown entering the fourth quarter, but Brock Purdy led them on a game-winning TD drive. And in the first game yesterday, the Lions advanced past the Buccaneers to reach their first conference championship game since 1991. That was tied with Washington for the longest active drought. These Lions are built for this. You're built for this. You're built for this, man. And look what you guys did. You went out there and the what? It's another hot team that we knocked off. It's the next hot team that you knock off. Do you know how hard it is to win this league in the playoffs? Yes, sir. Do you understand what you're doing right now? Yes, what we're capable of? That's two. All right, that's two. We got two to go. With a bye in the middle. Danny boy, we know you got love for Detroit. Are the Lions the best story remaining in the playoffs? They are. 
And I think I'm going to take the Lions this weekend on the road in San Francisco as well. I, I think the Lions. I might do that too. I, I think I'm going to take you to a shrink. Lions, what I'm going to do. Wow. I think the way that yeah. the Lions are running the football, specifically on the outside, the lines of scrimmage have to be a little bit of a concern for San Francisco. Here's why the Lions are the best story left in the playoff. Number one, this organization and this team have given this city something that it's kind of desired or begged for forever. Pride and respect. I was there when we – it wasn't good. It was the economic downturn. Um, the, we stunk as a football team. There was a lot of embarrassment. And this fan base has just stayed with it and stayed with it and stayed with it. That place was electric on television on Sunday afternoon. It was spectacular to watch. The fact that they have an organization now that brings pride to them, uh, a, a sense of respect, they're respected, they're really good. They, they've won home playoff games. They have more NFC Championship games appearances this century than the Dallas Cowboys that we talk about on a daily basis. And they got a head coach that people made fun of. They got a quarterback that people cast off. They got different players that maybe don't have household names. There's a lot of great stories left in the playoffs. This is the best one for what it represents for a city that has desperately wanted it. Is Lamar Jackson is not even close. You remember when he came out, you should, you should become a running back. You should be a wide receiver. 31 teams passed on him. It wasn't until Ozzie Newsom in his last draft traded back into the first round to select the man at 32. Guess what happened this offseason, Dan? They had a franchise tag on him and 31 teams. Now, granted, all 31 teams didn't need him. But about 15 teams said we don't need Lamar Jackson. There is no way Lamar Jackson can come into our building and improve our quarterback situation. So they passed on him in the draft and they told him go to wide receiver or go to running back. This offseason, 15 teams passed on him and said, no, we don't get you. But if you remember... They asked Lamar Jackson. They said, Lamar Jackson, what are the Baltimore Ravens going to get out of Lamar Jackson? He stood in front of that camera. He was disappointed because he was a Heisman Trophy winner. He said, they're going to get a bowl out of Lamar. He said, I promise you that. He's one game away from delivering an opportunity to play. Given what he's been through, given all the doubt that, that was surrounding him, some very prominent people that, that put together great championship teams said this young man did, was devoid of the talent to play quarterback in the NFL. He needed to become a wide receiver or he needed to become a quarterback. You tell me a better situation where somebody told you you, should, you can't be this and here you are now on the cusp about to win your second MVP, an opportunity to go to the Super Bowl, and he was spectacular on Sunday. That's greatness. The, what you saw Lamar Jackson do against a very hot Houston Texan team, that's what you needed Josh Allen to do against the Baltimore Ravens, and maybe they're playing Lamar Jackson and not Patrick Mahomes. Lamar Jackson is the best story right now, and it's not even close. I'm going to respectfully disagree with you, Shannon. I'm going to roll with D.O. on this one. I think your argument is compelling, but it elevates exponentially next week if Lamar Jackson goes to the Super Bowl. Right, right now, this week, I would say Detroit. And I'm going to, and it's, it's not so much football. To some degree it is, but it's another element that I'm about to bring up. First of all, let's understand something. The Detroit Lions just won its second playoff game in the postseason, in the same postseason. 
It's the first time they did it since 1957. The first time they did it since 1957. Mm-hmm. I mean, that is just unbelievable. When they won the championship before they were Super Bowls, crying out loud. I mean, this is what we're talking about here with the Detroit Lions. That's number one. So we get all of that. We know the Dan Campbell angle and when he come and what he inherited. Did you know that over the last season and a half, Dan Campbell is 20 and seven as a head coach? 20 and seven. 20 and seven. He's turned that program around, and obviously, you got to take that into consideration. Here's where it resonates for me, and it's just on a personal level, Shannon. Dio, here's the deal. Detroit, phenomenal fan base. Yeah. Great city. Been through a lot. The downtown area, big time. The stadium, big time. But you go to other outskirts of the Detroit area, it looks like a damn desert town. I mean, I'm, I'm sitting there wondering how to help people make money. I, I, I'm just, I'm just look, it looks like it looks like a desert town. I, I'm just looking at it and I'm like, what, what the hell is going on in this city? And then you see the Detroit Lions coming up and sort of reviving, just, just, just giving. They were on, they, they, I mean, I mean, you, they were on a respirator for crying out loud, just as a city. And what this franchise has done for that city. And that state, I mean, it's, 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 you gotta go there to see what I'm talking about. Because when you get away from the downtown area and when you get away from the arena, from the stadium, and then you're just driving around, I mean, it's, it's, it's different, man. It's different. And so to know and to see the kind of impact this is having Lamar is Lamar. That is a spectacular story. And if, boy, I'm hoping he makes the Super Bowl and that would be something special, Shannon. And you're right. But right now, Right now, seeing what Detroit was and what it has been revived into, knowing that the Lions have everything to do with that, it extends beyond football and it extends beyond the individual. And that's where I'm coming from with it. Even as of last year, they were calling the man a running back that could throw the football. Okay. That's what they called him. Look at what he's been able to do. Give it, you know, I wouldn't resign it because he can't stay healthy. He, the last two years, he didn't finish the season. They put the franchise tag. So you mean to tell me they're, they're out of all 32 teams, the Ravens notwithstanding, so 31. You mean to tell me Atlanta? You mean to tell me nobody could have used Lamar Jackson? Knowing what he is, a guy that had already won an MVP, a, a, team, a guy that had already taken a team to the playoffs and won a playoff game, what? He, oh, he's won the MVP, but he can't win the big game. Oh, he's done this, but he can't do that. He's silencing everybody. His mom did his contract. Well, I don't know why he let his mom do his contract. Everything that they could say negative about Lamar Jackson, and I've been one of the ones that, like, hey, Lamar needs to play better. Lamar needs to do this. He silenced everybody. The silence is deafening. He beats, he wins this game. He hasn't beat Patrick Mahomes. What the Kansas City Chiefs represent in the AFC over the last six years since Patrick Mahomes, it changes. He wins the Super Bowl. How do you not say he's a top 10 quarterback all time? I'm willing to go that far already. With two MVPs and a Super Bowl, and I believe if they win the Super Bowl, he's got to be the MVP. Right. But, but let, me, let me say this real quick before you go on just as a non-football thing because I see people texting me already about the city of Detroit. I am not disrespecting the city of Detroit. I love Detroit. I love the people there. I think the fan base is phenomenal. And when you look at some of these areas, Birmingham, West Bloomfield, Gross Points, Farmington, all of that stuff, I, I, I know a lot about Detroit. What I'm saying is, however, if you drive to certain parts, the metro area is big time. The inner city needs to be developed. I'm looking at it from the standpoint that I've been there and I wish that businesses did more there. I wish that the foot 
the folks there were treated better the way that they deserve to be treated. I am not disrespecting the city of Detroit. I'm saying they needed all the help that they could get. And Detroit Lions have assisted in that regard. And I hope businesses are, blo are booming and things are continuing to develop for the betterment yeah. of that community because they deserve better than what some of the politicians and what some other folks have given to the city. That is my point. I just want to make sure I'm making that. But go I got ahead. you. I got you. I love Detroit. I, I loved living there seven years. Um, here's here's why I disagree with you, Shannon. We we talked about this last Thursday. He hasn't shut people up, Lamar. He hasn't, because there is still the crowd that says, until you win the Super Bowl, we don't care. That's what Shannon. I said this last week. I said the 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 reason why Lamar has to win a Super Bowl. Is because win the Super Bowl is because there are people, both in his past and present day, that say a player that sounds when he talks, looks, and plays that way should never win a Super Bowl at that position. Right. That's why he's and, and Lamar knows that. Their organization knows that. It's not about MVPs anymore. He's 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 taken that crowd and, and crushed them, and it's well you can't win playoff games. And he's he's taken that crowd and crushed them. Now there's still the crowd that says, well because of this, because of the way he he talks, the way he looks, the way he plays, you you should not win a Super Bowl at the quarterback position in the NFL. That's why, to your point, Stephen A. Like he's got to go win the Super Bowl, and every week it becomes bigger. Detroit, that 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 story right now of where that city was. And where that organization – Shannon, they were 0-16. I was on a team. Yeah. They're now in the NFC Championship game. They got a coach that did bite the kneecap. This guy's a Neanderthal meathead. All he does, he's a, he's a, he's a big dummy football guy. No, he's really smart. And that team is as detailed and as well coached as anybody. They got a draft this year that the general manager, Brad Holmes, took a linebacker and a running back in the first round, and people laughed at him. People laughed at him and said, you don't take running back in the first round? How's Jameer Gibbs look right now? But you, but here's the thing. You're absolutely right. They killed Peyton Manning. You remember Peyton Manning was winning MVPs and getting bounced in the first round? So this is not unique to Lamar Jackson. You remember Steve Young? Uh, 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 Stephen A. was winning MVPs and was getting put out by the Cowboys. And you remember when he won the Super Bowl? He asked Gary Plummer to do what? Get this monkey off my back. That's not unique to Lamar Jackson. When you're that good at that position, you're expected to not only get to, but to win a Super Bowl. So Lamar Jackson, he silenced a lot, but they're not Even if you win, that's still not going to be enough because they expect you to win all the time now. But I think the story of Lamar Jackson, what he's gone through and where he's come from to even be in this position, about to be a two-time league MVP when yeah. the man when they told him to change the yeah, position to go to wide receiver, man, that's an unbelievable story. I love that, Hollywood. Holly, Hollywood don't write stories like this. Yeah, 100%. I love Lamar. Right. One of my favorite players. Two guys drove to work. Neither guy wore a seatbelt. One guy got a ticket. One guy didn't. The same two guys drove home. One guy wore a seatbelt. One guy didn't. One guy made it home. The guy not wearing his seatbelt didn't. Don't risk it. Click it or ticket. Paid for by NHTSA. Hey, I'm Molly Karam, and thanks so much for listening to the First Take Podcast. 
passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Hey, Molly Karam here, and thanks so much for listening to the First Take Podcast. Vivid Seats wants to get you to the games you love this spring. Experience every pitch, assist, game-winning shot live and in person. And the best part, each transaction is a step toward a free 11th ticket with Vivid Seats rewards. Score unbeatable perks like free tickets, surprise seat upgrades, and annual birthday deals. As the official ticketing partner of ESPN, Vivid Seats is offering you $20 off your first $200 ticket purchase with code TAKE. That's code TAKE. Visit VividSeats.com or download the app today. Vivid Seats. Experience it live. Good day. Welcome back to First Take, coming to you live from above the Heineken River Deck at Pier 17 in New York City. Thank you for starting your week off here with us. A lot to get into. We're talking playoffs. NFC Championship game is set. Jared Goff and the Lions travel to face Brock Purdy, Debo, and Christian McCaffrey. Despite the win, the Packers-Niners game a little too close for comfort at times. Dan, were you surprised at Purdy's performance? Not surprised, rather. Were you more concerned by it? I'm concerned about it, yes. Yeah. Now, I'm completely aware of the weather, and I do believe the weather played a factor. I'm concerned about it in regards to this. If you go to the first quarter, he almost throws a pick six to Darnell Savage. It's first mm-hmm. quarter, five minutes and 40 seconds on the clock. The backside post he's trying to throw, Shannon, and he almost throws a pick six. And the thing that's made Purdy really unique is he's been unfazed by so many different things. And I think that that has given Kyle Shanahan such confidence in his ability. When you watch that pick six almost happen, and after the rest of that game, he's a different player. He's less willing to throw the ball downfield. There's three or four plays that he's got throws downfield that I've seen him make over the past two years. Certainly I've watched him make this season. He doesn't even throw them let alone miss him. He's got throws underneath that he is hesitant on. I call it pulling the string. It's almost like if you remember Zach Wilson of last year for the Jets, like missing super easy throws. You're like, why, dude? He's he's guiding the football. Like he's scared to miss and or make the mistake. Those are the concerning ones to me because he's been that player, Shannon, Stephen A. Molly, that were, you were like, he's different. Yeah. Because he doesn't he doesn't hesitate. He doesn't get phased by the bad or whatnot. Now, I gotta give the young dude credit. Like he was unbelievable in that final drive, that big time drive. He made two or three big throws. But that's concerning because this is the first time I feel like in a in a maybe in like a big game that I saw him be affected by a potential negative outcome. And early in this NFC title game, if you have a couple more moments like that, that's got to be a little bit, uh, like, again, concerning for Kyle and that, that, that fan base. So, yeah, I was concerned by it. 
Yeah, and we, I think everybody was concerned about it because we knew the, we knew the stat. Going into the fourth quarter, trailing by at least seven points, Kyle Shanahan hadn't won a game. And you're absolutely right, Dio. He had started to pull the string. He had started to second-guess himself. He had started to become hesitant. Mm-hmm. But did you know what, Stephen A., did you know this? In the catch game, Joe Montana had thrown three picks and he had a lost fumble before he threw that ball to Dwight Clark. Yeah, I didn't know that. I knew Brock, Brock Purdy showed me something with that performance on the final drive. Remember what we said. Sometimes it's not about the entirety of the game. It's about moments. Can you rise to the occasion? And on that final drive, when they absolutely had to have it, remember I talked about it earlier, the way you measure an offense or defense, when you absolutely have to have it, can you go get it? When he had to have throws, he went and got it. Now, absolutely, Jennings climbed the ladder on one of those throws over the middle. Uh, Brandon Ayuk took one off the shoe tops in the driving rain. But he scrambled. He made the plays that he had to make. He threw a nice out ball to Connolly. Uh, I think I think that's Connolly. Yeah. He made the plays in that final drive, Stephen A., that you like to see guys make. Because normally when guys, especially young guys, when they go into the tank early, it's hard for them to get themselves out of that. Give him credit. It's nice to have a Christian McCaffrey that uh, uh, Kyle Shanahan can lean on, can hand the ball off to. But he showed me something. He showed me something on that final drive that I didn't think he had in him because I had yet to see him. I wanted to see every throw matter, every possession matter. It matters Saturday, and he came through. Well, I'm going to give him credit for coming through, but that doesn't mean that we don't have a reason to be concerned because it doesn't. Oh yeah, for sure. Mean, that doesn't mean that we haven't seen limitations. You know, I'm, I'm looking at a you know a, a, a stat here like 13 to 20 targeting in breaking routes for 174 yards and a touchdown. Give him a lot of credit where credit is due. Here's what I noticed, Shannon. Here's what I noticed, Dio. Yes, sir. Notice how the struggles uh, became a bit more conspicuous the minute Debo went out. Yeah. You see, what I'm saying it's like. It reminded me of how they looked during their three-game losing streak when they didn't have Debo and they didn't have Trent Williams. You know, it's like if you need conditions to be ideal in order for you to excel, that worries me. Because when I think about Detroit, all of their conditions don't always seem ideal, but somehow, some way, they grind it out, they grind it out. When we look at Baltimore throughout this season, they've won games ugly, they've won games impressively, yeah. they've grinded out, grinded out. When we see Patrick Mahomes and the troubles that they've had, particularly with their wide receivers, they grind it out, they grind it out. What did we lament about the Cowboys? What did we lament about the Miami Dolphins? They needed utopia. We lamented they, they needed utopia. Yeah. And so, what are we seeing? What are we seeing about San Francisco right now? That's my concern with Brock Purdy. And Stephen A. Let me just add to completions. I'm not you bringing Debo leaving with the shoulder. Adam Schefter, as of right now, is saying he's 50-50 to play. Oh, all right, let me say this: I'm not. I'm undecided on whether or not San Francisco or Detroit is going to win this game. Yeah. That becomes 50-50. that becomes very clear to me. The San Francisco 49ers are not beating the Detroit Lions without Debo Samuel. I don't believe that for one second. I don't believe it. I think they need Debo in order to advance and get to the Super Bowl and have a shot to win it. You don't have a snowball's chance in hell, in my opinion, of beating Kansas City or Baltimore yeah. if without Debo. And I don't think Detroit either. Shannon, what do you think? I mean, right now they're favored by six and a half, but what if Debo can't go? Well, it's go- 
for me, I don't see a scenario. I think they put medicine in D.O., you know this. I think they put medicine in that. I don't think he practices this week, but I think they put medicine in that shoulder. Given the circumstance and the magnitude of this game, I, I don't see a scenario in which, unless that arm is falling off the bone, I don't see a scenario in which Debo does not at least give it an opportunity or a chance to get himself into this ball game and play. But, you, but Stephen A., that's what this was about. As bad as Joe played in that game, it came down to a moment. It okay. came down to the drive and the catch. As bad as Brock Purdy played, and he was throwing – I mean, he was targeting Christian McCaffrey, and he was spreading the ball all over the place. He right. was aiming the ball because he was trying to be so careful. He okay. didn't want to throw a pick because he knows a turnover in that ball game probably was going to cost him the game. But when he needed to have it, he went and got it.